The ideas, procedures, and suggestions contained within this podcast are not intended as a substitute for consulting with a medical professional. All matters regarding your health and fitness require medical consultation and supervision. Welcome to the Warrior Wellness Podcast, a podcast for military members, veterans, and first responders focusing on fitness, health, nutrition, and biohacking. Our mission with this podcast is to introduce America's heroes to lifestyle habits and hacks that will help them live healthier, happier lives, and in turn, be fit enough to continue their support of their communities and country. Well, thank you, George and George Alitas, for joining us on the Warrior Wellness Podcast. So um, we're going to have George introduce himself, talk about his background, um, but I was really interested in what they do, and um, especially with all things tech and Fireteam Whiskey just migrated over to an app in the last uh, year, year and a half or so. So we are, you know, getting high tech as well. And um, all of these different, you know, wearables and fitness apps and wellness apps and different devices and stuff. So he knows a lot of things about all of these um, devices and wearables. And he's going to talk about their product um, that him and his team put together. So George, if you want to introduce yourself, that'd be great. Thanks a lot, Stephanie. Excited to be here. Um, yeah, so in a, in a very, um, very high level, my, my background has been ever since I was very young in healthcare. My, my family was in uh, physicians for the most part, um, also in health insurance. So very familiar with the healthcare space from a very young age. Um, I spent a bit of time in the army myself. Um, I spent time as a professional athlete doing track and track and field uh, in, in triathlon. So both with my national team and with NCAA teams. So I've had a very strong exposure to kind of different avenues of the, of the healthcare system itself and how, it's, how we can use health data to make our support decisions and, and support people with their journey to either avoid getting sick, ideally, or if they do get sick, how do they manage uh, their conditions? Um, I've also worked on two different medical devices, uh, a pacemaker, and uh, during the COVID pandemic, I, I wanted to contribute. And with my team, we worked on building a home testing system. So in the event that you were that you were positive, um, it would connect you to a, a telecare consultation so that you could kind of understand what your options were and um, you know, help you manage the stress of being COVID positive. Um, and I'm also doing a, a bioinformatics graduate degree at Stanford Medicine. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm touching on healthcare from many different places, academically, research, practical, performance, um, but the, the big kind of like thing that, that, that dr drives my, my, my motivation to build something in healthcare was, uh, my own kind of experience with, um, something that happened in my life. And it was a couple of years ago, I went through a pretty significant burnout. Um, so at the time I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what burnout is. It's not, it's one of those things where you don't really know until you actually experience it. Um, I, I went through a period where I was just feeling very unmotivated. Um, very irritable. Um, I felt the need to be isolated, more and more isolated. Um, I, um, I'm, I'm a very high performing person. So I was always optimizing my physical and mental fitness to get the most out of my day. And I found myself having only two productive hours in my day. Um, and I would just be low, no energy, no motivation to do anything. I just wanted to go home and do nothing. Um, and this, mind you, I also developed social anxiety. Mind you, at a period where you know, I was meeting with investors all the time. I was traveling in crowded airports. I was meeting in overcrowded venues. So it was like this situation where I felt like I had very little control 
over uh, what to do. Um, and I had no real objective way to figure out how to get myself out of the situation. Um, and in many ways, you know, that process of discovering by myself, how do I, how do I identify these things that are happening in my body in a way that I can fix myself um, and, and finding a system to, to be objectively driven and data driven is what led me to building basis. Um, and because I, you know, I was able to, to navigate myself out of it as I was building a system to help me navigate out of it. And many people in my network and people within two to three degrees of separation started reaching out and trying to find a way to solve their own burnout or other kind of lifestyle management issues. Um, and then we started, you know, looking at many other events that were happening with during the pandemic, um, with an increase in burnout, um, you know, where we have very little separation between work and life now. Work is 24-7. Life is 24-7. Um, we had loneliness, isolation. Just life became a massive burnout for many people. Um, and in many ways, you know, I think we, we all, we identified that many more people would probably need something to support them in, in how, do, how, do they, how do they manage their health? Uh, how do they improve their outcomes uh, on their own? Introducing the new Fireteam Whiskey Fitness and Nutrition app. Everything you need to get fit and lose weight right at your fingertips. Choose from hundreds of fitness videos and fitness plans. Search for workouts by fitness level, equipment available, or body part focus. Choose from several nutrition plans and customize your macros. Your entire fitness, nutrition, and wellness plan all scheduled on your calendar. Text a trainer anytime for tips, tricks, and motivation. Achieve your fitness and health goals with the Fireteam Whiskey app. Go to www.fireteamwhiskey.com to get two weeks of results for free. Gosh, yeah, and there's that's so much to unpack because do you, so let's start with burnout in particular. I'm kind of fascinated by this because I certainly have looked, I look back and, you know, see certain areas of my life. I'm like you, I'm a high performer and it's very rare that, you know, I, I'm not productive, but it has happened, you know, a couple of times in my life. And, you know, you, you guys were inspired by this during the pandemic because of, you know, this obviously was a hugely, you know, stressful situation that we were all put into. And, um, you know, we all kind of had that opportunity to, you know, um, experience burnout, but you guys say that burnout is kind of a, you know, an epidemic right now. Is it mainly because of the pandemic and, and, and the ongoing, you know, results of that, or is it kind of, a, a deadly combination of the pandemic and, you know, technology just kind of progressing so quickly where it is right now. And like you said, there, we just, our lives are not compartmentalized anymore and we have 24 hour access to stress. Yeah. Um, I think that the pandemic definitely exacerbated the issue. Uh, but I think the, 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 the traction towards it becoming an epidemic was definitely happening way before the pandemic. Um, so it, it's not necessarily just having access to more technology. It's just they're always on mentality that we have. Uh, and, and this, you know, um, this need of um, more and more goals to be uh, achieved within a smaller period of time is something that we're not biologically kind of structured to do. 
but yet we are trying to do it, right? Um, so in many ways, we we almost like, you know, in many ways, self-care has become the, the third, if not fourth, uh, uh, objective in our life. So our work has become, has consumed us, is the number one thing that drives us every single day, followed by our family, for the most part. Um, and then depending on, you know, different priorities, like your self-care comes third in that order. And burnout is essentially a chronic, you know, condition of stress. So it's not something that happens overnight. It's something that happens from uh, a period of many months, sometimes years of kind of uh, ignoring the symptoms and, and not, not, not feeding your body, not nurturing your body, not resting your body in a way that's uh, conducive to, to our biology to, to support it and let it nurture and, and grow and develop and, and, and have like that. It, the, the, even the immunity itself is, is severely jeopardized when you're going through, through burnout. And in my case, my burnout was six months of pretty, you know, the, the symptoms were for six months uh, before I could get back to 80%, but I wasn't 100% for two years. Um, so it takes a very long time to recover from anything, surgery, right? Any type of traumatic condition takes a very long time for anyone to recover from it. Um, and as you said, as a, as a high performer, um, it was very hard. There's a massive cognitive dissonance of like, really, like, you know, I'm dealing with this, like, how is it possible? Everything I've structured in my life is mental, physical fitness. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, many times we just we're, we're always on, always moving forward. And, and it doesn't uh, we don't think of how do we nurture our body, uh, listen to our body and, and um, uh, get back on, on track, support ourselves in a way that uh, prevents, you know, negative health outcomes. Yeah. And I um, thank you for making that point. I love that you just said that because I feel like a broken record <laughs> and as a fitness and nutrition coach um, and a mental health counselor. So it. I say this all the time, you cannot expect to recover from a trauma or an injury or just, you know, abusing your body for decades mm -hmm. in 30 days yeah. or, you know, two months or three months or even six months or even a year. It's like, it's silly how, like, we just have these weird expectations of being able to just bounce right back and be a hundred percent again. And that's not the way the body and the mind works. And unfortunately, when we are experiencing, you know, various levels of burnout, um, you know, like you said, the, the things that we should be doing are getting lower and lower on the list to help us recover faster. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like you said, you had developed like social anxiety and we know that, you know, isolation is, is one of the worst things you could possibly do when you need help and support. Right. So you start like putting on the back burner, everything that you should be doing, like eating well, you know, sleeping well, you know, getting, um, you know, good hydration, all that stuff that we know we're supposed to be doing. We put on the back burner when we're stressed out. Cause we just, you know, don't have it in the forefront of our mind, or we just don't have time for it, or we're just not motivated to do it. So I'm so glad mm -hmm. that you said that you can't bounce back instantly. So yeah. you and your team um, kind of decided and identified this need, you know, just like, Hey, that we have this kind of burnout epidemic going on, you know, because of all sorts of issues, but, you know, definitely COVID didn't help. And you decided to kind of create a solution to the problem. So talk about basis and how, how that kind of was your solution. When you look good, you feel good. 
Guys, it's about time you threw away those stained t-shirts and those baggy, saggy shorts and upgrade your gym swagger. Zaya Active is the official workout wear of Fireteam Whiskey. Go to bit.ly forward slash Zaya FTW and check out all the styles for women, men, and kids. Sure. Um, so two things that you, you mentioned, though, that, that, that will feed into how we came up with our solution was two things. Like when you are in a heightened stress or any type of kind of uh, anxious ridden or other type of, um, um, you know, uh, just tired state, uh, your executive function, essentially the, the decision making process is severely impaired. Right. So just the, this, just the idea of having to figure out what's what's the right thing to do just doesn't exist. So you're, you're, you are stuck in this like endless loop of like you need to find a way to get out. Um, the second thing is you mentioned the instant instant gratification uh, nature of our of our you know being. So we're always looking for okay, I need to get done with this. Like next week, I have things to do. Um, I wanna I wanna get done with this injury because I wanna go back to like you know training or I wanna get back to like you know living my life. Um, but so those those two things essentially drive our product development in many ways. So I mean, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll before I jump into how we've uh, built it. I want to ask you, you know, your listeners, how many of them have a wearable? Um, I, you know, I would wager to say that a, a, a fair amount of them do have, like we have, I think in the United States now we have 50% of us adults have some type of wearable. Um, that's obviously collecting data about their health, but I would also then ask is how many of them are actually using that data in any meaningful way? Um, so we're collecting a lot of data, um, but either the data is living in silos uh, but more importantly, besides the silo piece is great. You're collecting at a high sampling rate, different heart rates, your blood pressure, your sleep data. How is that informing your decision day to day? In reality, most of us just have a nice database of our health data that we're not really putting to use every day. Um, and that's where, you know, one of the elements of basis comes into play, which is that executive function, that friction of health planning which involves you understanding what you need every single day, maybe multiple times a day, which most of us just don't have the time to do, yet we need it. Um, so on a very high level, basis is there to continuously look at your health data. And in a very simplified form, instead of telling you this is your data and figure out what to do, we tell you what to do. And then we explain to you how we came to that conclusion using your data, if you want to. But the outcome is, again, a bit of instant gratification. Tell me what to do. Don't tell me what I need to figure out to do to improve my sleep, let's say, or how do I improve my activity level? Um, another key piece. So, so we've done actually uh, something interesting I wanted to share is like we've, we've spoken to over a thousand people um, over the course of the past 12 months, trying to understand how they use their health data. Um, what are their, their needs? Um, what, what's, how, how could we behaviorally influence them to make better decisions every single day of their life? Um, and many of those discussions had to do with the the just the nature of uh, health habits are very long-term in nature like the outcomes you don't really experience the outcomes of eating healthy or exercising for many months many years most of the time so for us it was how do we find a way to give you instant gratification in some way so we found a way to structure most of the decisions that we're trying to drive you towards building better habits to tie them into things that you could experience today so for example, how could this meditation 
increase your energy level today or improve, increase the length of your sleep or the quality of your sleep tonight. So now you feel that you have a very quick feedback loop that you can impact by making uh, the right decision. Um, and at the same time, you could validate whether this worked the next day. Uh, so you build trust in the system in a way that, you know, there's not many, um, if any, uh, solutions that I've seen out there that, that address behavioral uh, change in this way. Um, on, on another, from another uh, standpoint, what we do with basis is um, think of, there's this, there's this notion about our health, which is always about listening to our body, right? Um, the, the problem with that is that it's a very delayed feedback loop. So in my case, I went through burnout, but I didn't know about it until many months later that I was being driven to that state. Um, so we do have all this passive data, all this wealth of data today. Um, what if we could put it to use to not just store the data, but actually um, help you prevent things from happening by always having almost like a little angel on, on your shoulder that's kind of telling you, hey, Stephanie, you know, this is something that you should do um, to, to avoid something. Or this is, what, this is what we recommend you should do to kind of like recover from some level of stress that you've been dealing with. Um, so that comes into, that drives us into the, the third big piece of what we're doing with basis, which is like trying to make it very contextually aware. Um, how many times, I'm not sure um, what wearables you have or your listeners, but how many times have you gotten a notification to stand up when you're driving on the freeway, right? Um, or how many times are, are you told to go and work out when you're like on a plane <laughs> uh, or you're in a meeting and they're telling you to take a few breaths, <laughs> right? So those kind of things actually drive distrust um, with technology. And you're like, ah, this thing doesn't work. Um, the truth is we can, we can get a lot of things done with the data we, we get, but when the context around our life isn't taken into account, uh, that's when our trust in them fails. And that's when you stop caring about what it tells you. Uh, and actually that's the inflection point that most of the people we spoke to said they deleted the product or they stopped using the world. Um, so what we've invested in building is understanding through things like your calendar, through your location, through other information that uh, people are willing to give us in order to get better outcomes. Um, we're able to understand, okay, you're in a car right now. You probably shouldn't be standing um, or you're, you have a flight scheduled or you're in a meeting right now because it's in your calendar. So we're trying to find things to tell you to do that actually make sense in your life. And that's probably the biggest kind of impact of increasing the likelihood that you can actually get things done. Are you fire team ready? Try the fire team whiskey spec ops, keto Joe shake. The keto Joe shake is a medium chain triglyceride MCT shake derived from non GMO coconut oil. It contains 17 grams of MCT, 10 grams of high quality whey protein and no sugar. It's sweetened with stevia leaf, so you can keep those carbs low and shred that body fat. 25 milligrams of caffeine to give you extra energy for the gym or your busy day. Fireteam Whiskey has been supplying military members deployed all over the world with Spec Ops shakes for over three years. Fireteam Whiskey Spec Ops shakes are fueling the fight. Whether you are just trying to lose a few pounds or trying to get that extra edge in the gym, the Fireteam Whiskey Spec Ops shakes are for you. Make sure to stock up now and support our efforts to raise funds for Team RWB, our nonprofit partner that provides social support and fitness events for our nation's heroes. I love that. That is so funny. I mean, that is anybody who's had a wearable has had that experience <laughs> and been like, yeah, I don't trust it now because it's it makes no sense to me. You know, this data 
is not useful to me right now. So I'm most likely going to ignore the signal the next time I get it because yeah. it was worthless to me, you know, a few times. Yeah. I don't know how many times I've gotten my 10,000 steps when I'm like sitting on my <laughs> butt. I'm like, really? Yeah. Just because I moved my wrist a couple of times, <laughs> I got my 10,000 steps. Like, that's silly. So it's not a big, you know, it's like, then I just ignore it. You know, why would I, you know, look at those signals and care how many steps I'm, I'm doing, you know, I'm not checking constantly. Oh, have I made my steps yet? So yeah, that's such a good point and really useful because then, you know, we, I talked to my, you know, as a, as a coach and a fitness coach and nutrition coach, I say all the time, if you're, if you're not measuring it, how do you know what you need to change? Mm-hmm. So the measuring part is important. The data is important, but what to do with that data is a whole other level. And that's how basis comes in and is, is providing that next step for people because Correct. yeah. Okay. You, you know what your, your sleep score was crappy last night. It was in the sixties. Okay. Now what, what? you know, your, your watch doesn't tell you that your, your ring doesn't tell you that. So now you guys are kind of coming in and identifying that need, like, okay, we've got the data. Let's apply it to real life situations. Let's look what's going on and actually tell you some things that you can do to, you know, get a better score tonight on your sleep. So that's fantastic. I'm so fascinated by that. So, um, right now, um, you know, what, what wearables, what devices connect with basis? You know, what, what's, what are some of the features right now? And I know it's a, a work in progress and you guys are yes. still working on it, but, you know, kind of give us some information about that. We integrate with most major wearables. So uh, obviously Apple watch um, and, uh, and the Apple health ecosystem, um, Aura Ring, Whoop, um, Fitbit, uh, Garmin, Sunto, um, a number of the major wearables, but even beyond wearables, uh, sensors like uh, glucose sensors, um, or, um, uh, things like, you know, peripheral type things like Peloton, uh, devices or, um, uh, the eight sleep mattress. So all these, all these are things that we can, um, continue like real time, passively collect data on your behalf. Um, and of course things around that contextual layer that we discussed, which is calendars, um, location, again, every, every person has the option to use or to give us or not give us those permissions. Um, they always have the ability to control what they give us how we use that information. Um, But it really comes down to if you want those outcomes to happen automatically, constantly being told in in the right context of your life, the benefit is there for something that you're already collecting to put it into better use. Um, So we've we've integrated with a very large number of of devices already. Um, the, The next frontiers for us are can we start integrating with, you know, um, the, actually the next step for us is genetic, genetic data. We're actively working on, on kind of uh, informing the type of decisions we're giving you on an even more personalized layer based on your genetics, if you have that information. Um, and, and then there's, all, there's a number of medical information that you can start integrating in there um, to, to make this even more personalized to your life. If you think of 80% of chronic conditions or preventive uh, feedback that you get from doctors, has to do with the trifecta of exercise, nutrition, and sleep. Um, so in many ways, our product is very prescriptive in nature. Um, so we, we're already working with many um, um, doctors on how, could, how, how can we integrate with their own kind of practice to um, allow them to support their patients 
much better than just, you know, start exercising more, start sleeping a bit more, uh, eat a little bit better um, and, and, and understanding the outcomes, which, you know, doctors, it's not their fault. They just don't have time uh, to spend, you know, on every single patient looking at their data from, you know, weeks and months of activity. Fireteam Whiskey is proud to sell Zaya Athletic Wear. We love the awesome styles, amazing quick dry technology, and best of all, the price. Zaya Active is the official workout wear of Fireteam Whiskey. Go to bit.ly forward slash Zaya FTW and check out all the styles for women, men, and kids. Yeah. And does your, um, does, does basis give, um, you know, I'm thinking of fitness in particular, does, uh, basis give recommendations for, you know, like, uh, how much time you should spend in certain heart rates, you know, from the, during your exercise, you know, based on what your goals are. Today, um, we're, we're able to give intensity-based objectives, not heart rate zones. Um, we're giving duration, um, intensity-based and type of activities that we recommend. Um, our goal is to uh, work with other content providers that are already generating these type of uh, activities to kind of support, um, um, you know, pre-selecting options that are available for you based on what you actively use. So, for example, you might use a Peloton, you might have a gym membership, and you might like to work out outdoors. Um, so those, those would be the options that we want to offer you and kind of curate them based on the type of intensity and the type of uh, activity you should be doing today um, for what your body needs. Yeah. There's no, there's no point in reinventing the wheel from the type of, you know, what type of exercise to do. I think there's way, there's, there's so much exercise content, fitness content. Um, the problem is that you need to get it curated. It's almost like going to a men, to a, a restaurant and like the menu has like a thousand options. They're like, great. There's many good options. Which one do I choose? But almost like that indecision is cutting into your actual time that you could be exercised, Right. Um, so you have 30 minutes to exercise, you spend 15 minutes trying to figure out what tech, what, what activity to do. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's very, yeah. That, and what, uh, one of my friends, who's a, uh, she's a kinesiologist and chiropractor and she's, I think she said it best. I don't know if she stole it from somebody else, but I'll quote her. She, she just says when her patients ask her what kind of workout should they do? She just says, just do the one you are most likely to do. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, we all have different preferences. I'm not going to tell you which one specifically that you need to do, because if you hate it, you're most likely not going to do it. So I'd rather you just do something that you enjoy and you actually will take the time to do it, um, irregardless of, you know, how many you know minutes and what heart rate you, you know, you should be spending, et cetera. So, um, you know, just move your body, <laughs> I guess would be the answer. <laughs> Get yeah, off there's, the <laughs> there's, there's probably just a 50% improvement in, in health outcomes we could do just from increasing the frequency of doing something positive, right? Like irrespective of how, uh, how optimized, like just driving you to be able to do the right, the right thing, uh, more frequently, uh, will probably have a massive influence on your metabolic health on, you know, your mental health. Um, just a number of different, your energy levels every single day and everything is so interconnected. Your energy levels, you know, going down influences your mental health, your mental health itself influences like the decisions you make in terms of nutrition and, and, uh, movement. So now you're impacting your metabolic fitness. So everything is so interconnected, but it comes down to so, so frequently the trifecta of exercise, sleep, and nutrition. 
Yeah. And, um, you know, and I'll just throw this idea out there. You should make sure that it just electric shocks you if you go through <laughs> a drive through at a fast food. <laughs> we'll add that as a, as a nuclear feature for whoever yes. wants. <laughs> so for, you know, your, your beta testing in the future, just add that. <laughs> There's, there's, there's really interesting kind of like uh, uh, virtual to physical layers that we can explore. Uh, so, for example, there's uh, something that we've been exploring for helping you fall asleep that involves uh, um, delivering vibrations to your phone, to, to your uh, wearable, sorry, um, kind of like very low vibration. Um, we've, we've, we've been looking into uh, some research um, around how that can support you falling asleep closer to the time that we're, we've identified as optimal for your body. Along with kind of like influencing the, you know, the lights in your home, like many people have smart lab, uh, lamps now. There's so many things that you can do that fall into what we're hoping to do. And kind of our mission is to build seamless healthcare. So how can we, if we have this system that's always like that little angel that we discussed on your, on the side of your shoulder, that's kind of directing your life in a way that influences you to make better choices. Um, I mean, we're talking about possibly massive improvements in health span um, across the board. Yeah. And the possibilities are endless. Oh my gosh. I'd love to sit in on one of your idea meetings. I mean, it just be <laughs> just, you must have like a list of ideas that is like a mile long. Cause you're welcome to join. I'm thinking of all these different ideas of what, you know, how you could integrate this and, but you're right. I mean, it, it is about, you know, like I, I say to my clients, it, you do have to you need to collect the data and you need to have the data to make these decisions. So if you're not tracking, if you have no wearables, if you are not engaging in these technologies, you're really missing out on a huge advantage that you can have. So, you know, we have been kind of talking about those advantages, but, you know, what do you think is, is the advantage of somebody who's, you know, utilizing basis versus somebody who's just doing no tech at all and, and not really recording any kind of data and just has no awareness of that? Yeah, I, I mean, I would say like the, the number one piece is just the delayed feedback loops. It's just the, the amount of time it takes. It, it only takes the even if you feel that at any point in time, you're just so self-aware and you're so self-motivated and you're so structured in a way that you feel very confident about your ability to make the right decisions for yourself. Right. I, I, you know, I've, I've spoken to many people who at some point in their life felt that way. And I probably and, you, you know, you, you probably felt the same way. Right. Um, the thing is, it takes very little for us to get off track. Um, and that off track, we don't, we don't have control how long it lasts. I was off track for, you know, many, many years uh, in terms of my stress levels, which led to a burnout. And again, I was someone that had no lack of kind of education on what, what I should or shouldn't be doing. Um, very motivated to, to do better. Um, still fell in the trap. And we see it very frequently with people. Like we, we've spoken to so many uh, you know, so many of those 1,000 or so people that we've spoken to have shared personal stories of something, some event that happened in their life that kind of just put them off track. And because of that, they it took them such a long time to recover. And just like recovery, we know will take some time. The longer the incident or the accident or the injury is going on for, the longer it will take you to recover. So we're talking about something where the the potential negative outcome is so significant that you're, 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 you're putting yourself in a position of very high risk. And why do that when you have the opportunity to, you know, drive decisions and drive kind of um, um, have some feedback about whether or not things are going south at some point in your, in your life. 
Um, it's it's so simple for you know. Unfortunately, the nature of hum- humanity is we have you know big events that happen like a pandemic. Like who who even in like your most optimized self could have imagined that something like this could have come around? It influenced everyone. Like whoever you are, it influenced you. Um, some people it's because there something changes in their job environment. Some people, unfortunately, some health outcome happens in your family or yourself. All these things are unpredictable, but almost guaranteed one of them will happen at some point in time in a short period of time. And um, um, we are there, like what we're hoping to be is that um, that uh, system that will support you as you're going through that, but even on, a, on an ongoing basis to help you be the best version of yourself. Yeah, and, and like you said before, you know, sure, it is sometimes an event, you know, or an injury or, you know, something like COVID, losing your job, whatever, a health incident. Or it's more kind of like, I was just thinking about this today, kind of like the, the boiling pot syndrome, right? Mm-hmm. Most of the time, that's really what's going on. Yeah. It's just small little incremental changes that are happening or, you know, that you're making, you know, you're kind of not eating as healthy and maybe you never ate fast food and now maybe you you're doing it one time a week and then it turns into three and then it turns into you're only eating out and you're not making any of your food anymore so before you know it a lot of time has gone by and you've made these major changes and they've made small but really detrimental impacts on your health and then bam, you just kind of wake up one day and go, how did I get here? And it didn't happen overnight, but now you're dealing with the consequences of that long-term effect. And if you would have had something like basis in place, it would have been giving you some warnings. Mm -hmm. Hey, you know, your sleep's not doing well. You're, you're not as active as you were. It's giving you some red flags saying, Hey, things aren't going well, here's what you can do to improve. And Correct. And that's, that's finally the key going piece. down this path. Correct. And that's the key piece. Here's how you get back on track. Um, because just letting you know that things are going bad could almost frustrate you even further. But like, you know, here, here's like a small action that you can take today to get back on track. And then you build off of that small action. There's just so much around behavioral psychology uh, that, that, you know, we have to take into account when thinking of any type of health solution or health outcome. That's obviously... You know, things like your practice, like things that, that, that you're doing where you can understand the individual and you can give them something optimized to their personality. There's also so much that their data themselves can tell us about that individual, about what's going on in their life that we can optimize in real time uh, to give them that support. Um, so, yeah, 100 percent, that boiling pot thing is, is, um, is you know, is almost like with everything, like you, everything is that motivation thing. The moment that energy is very important in motivation, too. So the moment your energy starts waning off. It's the same exact thing where in your mind, you could be in debt, you could be dealing with like very long work hours, but in your mind, you believe in some great outcome. All it takes is for that energy to be influenced or something to trigger a change in your brain. And now you're in a state of like just insane stress and, uh, and you know, lack of motivation and you just don't want to, you can't engage in anything. Um, so our, our mind is very, very powerful in kind of how we deal with progressive chronic things. Yeah. So George, tell me, um, before we started recording, you were telling me about some awesome, um, thing that basis has going on. So, um, people can visit basishealth.io 
um, to check out uh, their program and get signed up for that. But um, you were telling me about some sort of giveaway, awesome giveaway you're doing. Yeah, yeah, we're excited. Um, so uh, before I mention that, so we we we're very big on supporting our community. Uh, I invite anyone from you know the, from your listeners to join us. Uh, we have a Discord community. We bring on experts. Uh, we have Ask Me Anything. So um, you know we cover topics around nutrition, exercise, sleep, supplementation, uh, meditation, other topics as as uh, requested from the community. Um, but our community itself also voted for kind of a, a, a gift we wanted to give people one prize for, for the beginning of the year to get started with um, health tracking and health optimizing. So we've put together this ultimate health bundle. Um, it's a little bit, it's worth a little bit over $3,000. It includes an eight sleep um, uh, pro cover. Um, it includes an aura ring, um, a tempo move, which is a, a home, uh, um, a home system for uh, a home gym system. Um, it includes a headspace, one and one year of headspace. Um, it includes uh, one month of uh, meal planning delivered to home to your home and uh, uh, one year access to bases as well. Wow, that's so um, people can sign up if they go to basishealth.io forward slash giveaway. They can see all the information about um, how to join uh, the contest. Essentially, it's just a matter of uh, giving your email um, so that we can get in touch with you. And we'll be announcing the winner in a live drawing on our Discord server on January 31st. So people can join and see if, if their name gets uh, pulled out of the, the list on that day. Awesome. That is so cool. So definitely make sure when you hear this, go right on over there and sign up for Basis Health so you can qualify to win this prize. So um, George, thank you so much. That was really informative. And um, I hope that um, I wish you all the best of luck in developing this awesome technology. And I can't wait to see what it turns into and the different iterations of it. Um, thanks so much for coming on the Warrior Wellness Podcast. Thank you, Stephanie. It was a pleasure to join you. Thanks so much. Hey guys, thanks so much again for joining us on another episode of the Warrior Wellness Podcast. Please make sure to subscribe, follow, like, all that good stuff on your favorite podcast platform or and on our YouTube channel. Go ahead and leave us a review while you're there. And if you screenshot your review, email it to info at fireteamwhiskey.com with your name and address you'll be entered into our drawing for a prize for just leaving us a review so let us know what we're doing great what you'd like to hear more about and please go ahead and just give us a follow and give us a honest review especially on itunes because that helps us reach other military members veterans and first responders with this vitally important information about how to improve their health fitness and wellness we will see you at the next episode of the warrior wellness podcast i am your podcast host former army captain stephanie lincoln founder of fire team whiskey